This is episode number 30 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We are so glad that you could be with us this dreary, rainy morning. Yeah, it is. It's a little wet outside. It's a special edition, man. The first morning edition of the Homeowner Show. It's the first time. Well, we've we've. It's the first morning show in this in this in the studio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have done another morning show, haven't yeah, we? Yeah. Our, our Master Gardener the episode Master is, in the, is yeah. in the morning. We but, we took the tour in the morning. It was it was creeping into the afternoon okay. when it it was lunch. So. <laughs> <laughs> but this is uh, this is episode number thirty. So I think that officially makes the Homeowner Show a millennial. It's. <laughs> 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 I, that, that's a good thing I, I don't know he's she's she's becoming rather demandy and like you know i don't know yeah i guess so but 30 it's a big deal it is a big deal yeah we're working our numbers up you're still here i haven't fired you yet so far so far so good yeah yeah we, we are uh, still having people download our episodes so yeah in fact, we're getting... and, and not for like the bad reasons that we used to be getting. Them That's for. right. <laughs> like, please download. <laughs> no, we're 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 creeping up on some good numbers. Yeah, it's what's been going good. on, man? Well, uh, most recently, I'll tell you one thing that has happened over at my house mm-hmm. is um, so we've we've got this this weird atrium area as you walk into our house. Um, Wait, there's something weird about your house. Yeah, I thought not, that was exclusively not, the property of my domain. Is well, the weird, weird thing. This is kind of weird, cool. Oh, not okay, like, not like weird, weird, weird. weird. <laughs> okay, so so there's Fine. this. Um, yes, still have it. That's right. So as you kind of walk into our to to the front part of our house, there's this outdoor atrium area that's almost inside our house. It's, our house kind of surrounds this place, and it's out. It's outdoor in that um, it's it's. The roof is over it, but it's screened, so it still rains in there and everything. And um, I've seen it, it. It's a good place to lock your kids up. It is. When you don't want them in the house, <laughs> yeah. you can stick them in this thing, and it's, it's, they can't get out. Yes, <laughs> correct. It's a fun place. But um, with moisture in there and everything, it was time to pressure wash that that ground. So, um, we got, like, it's, it's paved with pavers. The whole thing is, like covered with pavers. So it's power washing this thing. And inside it, we have a sump pump mm-hmm. uh, to, to, you know, get that water out. So like any good sailboat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and I've talked about this sump pump before um, because during Harvey, the thing froze up and I was having to siphon the water out of there. It was awful. <laughs> um, but so, so all of this water was getting there cause I was power washing it and I was I was done. I was cleaning up. I was in and I was getting all the muck out of there. And all of a sudden, my sump pump stops working. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Because uh, the cool thing is my home warranty, when they replaced this sump pump the first time after Harvey, they made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And instead of putting in a plastic one like they had, they ordered a cast iron one, which is like three times the cost, but they didn't charged me for it that was just kind of their mistake but it's it's like they're like this thing's never gonna stop working it's, right it's awesome and it's a grinder so literally um it, it you know if debris gets in there it grinds it up and then you know sends it out um to where the exit is so i'm going you've got to be kidding me so what did i do i called our good friend ryan burke ah. <laughs> and i said ryan here's the deal um, you know, sump pumps better than I do. How bad is this? Like, do I need to call a plumber? Uh, you're my plumber. So, yeah. so do I need to call you to come out here and do this? And, uh, and he was like, man, uh, he asked me a couple of questions and he said, is the motor still humming? And I said, yes, the motor's humming. He said, well, then it's not, it's not froze up. It's still good. Um, he said, there's something lodged somewhere that it's not able to do what it needs to do. Okay, challenge accepted. So, <laughs> so I go out and uh, and this is just kind of the the thing, man. DIY or calling someone, right? Yeah. So, um, thankfully, you know, I knew someone to call to ask what to do, she and then happened to have interviewed them. Yes. <laughs> what episode I, was that, by the way? Do you remember? Oh, uh, probably. I want to say like 25? twenty five, somewhere around there. Yeah, it was five or six episodes ago, at least. Anyway, so, um, I, I get in there, take it out, and I'm like, this thing is. And I don't see anything, but I noticed that I could actually take it apart with three 
little bolts. So I take the bolts off, take it out. There's a screw stuck in the grinder. Ooh. And I mean, this thing is, is cast iron and it hadn't hurt it one bit, but the screw was causing it to not be able to turn. It was just seasoning it up. It was seasoning it up, took the screw out, boom. Perfect. Put it back together. Put the thing back in there. Thank you, Ryan Burke. There you go. <laughs> so that's my that's my lesson for today is don't don't be afraid to get into stuff because honestly, if I'd got in there and and something worse was happening, I would have just called Ryan anyway and I would have already had it taken apart and he would have been something he didn't have to do. Yeah. I'm sure Ryan's listening to this going Man, I really wish Kevin would have mentioned to like unplug it and don't stick your hand in the grinder. <laughs> Wait, I was supposed we, to unplug it? That would have been a good addendum. Yeah. So, no, so I did unplug let's, it. Let's CYA on the homeowner show, okay? <laughs> I did unplug it. Uh, but anyway, so that, that happened over at my house and we're good to go now. And it, we got a nice clean atrium area. And I think, I don't know if we call it, we call it courtyard. That's what we call it. Why did I call it an atrium? I don't know. I'm sure an idiot. House, you can call it what you want. You can call it Jeffrey. I don't care. Uh, well, <laughs> Jeffrey's something else. So we're not going to call that. So right. we'll have to get into that later. Uh, yeah. How you doing, man? I am doing well. Yeah. Good. I'm just, man, I, I've got like two coffees in me. So I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I kept wanting to interject in your story. And I, I had like five things I could have said the whole time. And I, I reserved. <laughs> I wow, <laughs> you had a filter? I did a little bit. That's interesting. <laughs> first time for everything. I there suppose. is a first time for That's everything. Exactly right. Yeah. So, but we we have Ashley from yeah. the 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 local chamber here, and the, the chamber here has a long name, right? I mean, it's like yes. Because help me out. What is it? It's it's the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce. So Conroe's in there twice. Correct. Conroe Lake Conroe split up by a lake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Conroe and with another Conroe with a lake in there. Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be the Montgomery County Chamber of Commerce. You used uh-huh. to be the Greater Conroe Chamber of Commerce, the Greater Montgomery County Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. but now it's just the Conroe, Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce. Because uh, that's, that's not confusing <laughs> at all. Right. And that's well, a result of the Great Revolt of 1987 or... <laughs> of really of, about a couple, what was it, maybe a couple years ago that a lot of 105 into Montgomery was taken, it, like was taken by Conroe. Ah. A lot of, a lot of... Uh, the water and that type of stuff, systems and whatnot, like through April Sound area, yep. are now are now Conroe. Yeah, that's actually where I live. And, Me too. Um, hey. Oh, hey, neighbor, neighbor. neighbor. <laughs> um, hey, so neighbor. we're making connections already. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, they annexed part of part of right. April Sound. So right. Is it just part of it? They don't have all of I it. I don't think so. I think it's only part of it. Yeah, I think it's to a certain depth towards the lake. Okay. I think because then it is where it's almost. It's like. It's Montgomery. Like my address is Montgomery, but my water is is Conroe. Mm. Yeah. So, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a whole bunch about that stuff. I do know a whole bunch about the chamber, though. So I'm here to answer your questions oh, about there. that. <laughs> well, good. Well, I I am curious. Water, I can't help. But no. Yeah. We, <laughs> your sump pump. I'm really screwed. Don't call me. <laughs> call Ryan for well, sure. You know, yeah. like one of our one of our earlier episodes, we actually we we had somebody we had a, a mayor on to talk about water rights that was going on, mm. and it was it was kind of a hotbed political issue at the time. Absolutely. And we did we did the episode and like. Like it was almost like two hours after the episode dropped, we got this email from a CEO who owned the company that was trying to take over the water. For the, and he was like, "I just heard your episode, and we want to come on and talk to you and set the story straight." And we're like, All "Right, bro." Well, we that <laughs> that episode won't come out until after the vote, and right. we didn't hear any more from him after that. <laughs> we're like, right. "Sure, come on, but it's, let's go." Yeah, it'll be after the vote, and he was like, "Not worth mm, it." Uh, yeah. So not worth it. So well, yeah, we like to avoid water issues as well. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah, right. absolutely. But um, I'm glad you know stuff about the chamber because I'll tell you, uh, I I don't own a business mm-hmm. and I don't know anything about the chamber. What it what it's for, what the benefits are, uh, who can be a member. Uh, I don't know anything. So so if you can remember all those questions, yeah, right. Kevin would like to hear the answer to them. Right. Yeah. We should, we should, we should <laughs> wrote all those down. That's right. <laughs> the, the only reason I ask those questions is because, I mean, surely I'm not the only person out there that oh, yeah. doesn't have these questions, right? So, no, absolutely. My dad has been an entrepreneur since 1987. And I just let him know when I first started working at the chamber that we were even a nonprofit. Mm. He had no idea. Had always been a part of the chamber. Had always been a part of different groups and stuff like that as far as community advocacy and that type of stuff. And he's like, you guys have volunteers doing work for you guys? And I'm like, yeah, because we're a nonprofit. And he was like, 
really? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we have six employees and we have a thousand members. Like we have, I mean, we, there's only so much, you know, critical mass we can really reach here, you know, yeah. with just six people. So, um, the Conroe chamber along with every other one, you can just call it the Conroe chamber because Conroe that pretty chamber. much sums it up. We don't yeah. want to do, we don't do like abbreviations like the CLC. Yeah. Right. OC. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the CLC OC. Chambers tend to do a lot of different things that people don't know that we do. Um, we are a nonprofit organization of 501c6. Thing that has to do with our tax exemption and whatnot, but not so much as like a real full-blown charity, like a food bank or something right. of that nature. Um, as far as what we do for small businesses, we provide networking opportunities. So if you want to come in and meet some different business owners, different entrepreneurs, small business owners, local business owners, even marketing people, finance mm-hmm. people, everybody, we have breakfast and we have after-hour events called Fun After Five that you guys can come to. And, um, and, and every chamber kind of provides those type of networking things. Wait, Kevin can come? I guess. <laughs> I'm not coming. You have to wear, but, but you have to wear pants. Okay? Oh, well. Rules are rules, buddy. I'm right out. You have to wear closed-toed shoes as well. <laughs> right. No. No, you can wear flip-flops if you like. Okay. I, have, I have sandals on today. So, okay. But, um, so we have those kind of opportunities. Um, another big part of what a chamber does is governmental affairs and other kind of like community advocacy programs. Mm. As far as going, like since we're in Texas, we go to Austin every other year as um, and do Montgomery County Day at the Capitol, where um, every, and most chambers in Texas do this, where they plan a couple days to come down to Austin, meet their legislators, and talk to them about the issues that are affecting the people in their community. Hmm. So really talking to people in the trenches about people in the trenches so they can represent their constituency better, yeah. you know, instead of just being these kind of highfalutin people up in Austin, you know, and that's it, you know. Um, another thing we really provide and most chambers provide is a certain level of continuing education for small business owners um, or local business owners, whatever you are. Um, we have a program here called professional business development, but a lot of people call it chamber university or small business association and all sorts of different stuff. They call it different things all over the country, but it's just continuing education really. Right. Do you want to start a business? How do you start a nonprofit? How do you do your taxes once you start? How you market as far as using social media or how to even get in contact with people to do a billboard or anything like that. We have a long list of different things that we hold these workshops on. If it's leadership, all that type of stuff that people can learn more about um, how to run their bus- how to run their business better and yeah. keep the people in mind and their employees in mind to make the whole community grow. Um, another one of our core values is really um, kind of providing that leadership at different levels within the um, education and employment process. So we have a, a program here called New Next Generation Leadership, which is for high school seniors. They can go through all these different leadership courses and stuff like that, graduate and get scholarships. We also have it for older people, not older people, because any of us could go, but you could be 80 if you wanted as well, um, called LMC, Leadership mm. Montgomery County, which used to be a part of the chamber. And now is it's separate 501c3, where you can take leadership classes in all these different areas and learn how to be a better manager of people. So, um, it's kind of in a nutshell what we do. We also hold a lot of events because we are a nonprofit. So we like to raise money if it's either to run the ch- run the chamber as far as overhead goes or even to pro- provide those um, scholarships and everything for the Montgomery County Fair. You know, for people that, you know, come through 4-H or Future Farmers of America, they can mm-hmm. get scholarships from the chamber. Okay. We have job fairs that we raise money, you know, as far as coming in and that type of stuff and getting vendors for their, you know, paying for their booth. And all that money goes towards scholarships to Lone Star College, wherever they want to go to get certified in a huge variety of different um, industries. A lot of education stuff going on there. Yeah. Education is, I mean, it's a huge deal. Yeah. You know, if you, if you don't know what you don't know, you can come in and learn more about like, oh, wow, I never thought of it that way. Or you can... You know, a lot of people have this aspiration to manage or start their own business, but just have no clue where to start. And the chamber is an awesome place to do that. So with the one that really that you just mentioned that stood out to me were the the seniors in high school. Mm -hmm. What kind of stuff are you guys, you know, educating those guys on that are, you know, trying to move in towards those scholarships? Well, we partner with a, an organization, another nonprofit called Education for Better Tomorrow, for Tomorrow Association, I believe, EFTA. And we work with, we work with them to get internships lined up. We, like, we have the businesses and they have the interns. So then we can put people in the right positions. Nice. Um, 
and we also um, host different workshops as far as resume building, as far as interview practice, um, and even going into things like coming into Conroe Regional Hospital, going to places, you know, in the oil and gas industry, Huntsman, that type of stuff, mm -hmm. um, where they can go for a day, like this whole class of people, there's about 40 or 50 kids in it that are chosen, you know, almost to be in the, in this group. Um, and they go one, one day a month to kind of see what different industries are like. So one day would be oil and gas. One day would be healthcare. One would, day would be education as far as working for one of our independent school districts. Um, so they have a whole semester, I believe, or yeah. school year or so to kind of go once a month to kind of see a different industry, see what they want to be in. Um, practice interviewing, practice writing the resume. And then at the end, they pick a couple that get scholarships to go through um, and go if to whatever college they want. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's really cool. So yeah. so one of the things that I hear, and, and maybe this is just very elementary, um, but one of the things I hear you saying is, so the chamber is, uh, we, we live in a community, and in this community, the goal is for this community to thrive. Right. And so the chamber is out there to really help people thrive better right so that more businesses would be interested in coming in so that more people would be interested in in moving to the area and so it's it's kind of a people helping people thing in that the the, the more education you've got about how to be a better business the better business you are the better business you are the more people are going to want to be in this area the more people you can hire sure the bigger your business gets the more people you can hire the more houses we have to build the more hospitals we have to build the more schools we have to build okay and it just keeps growing and growing and you know, adding to each other. I mean, people helping people like our, our slogan for a long time was in business for business mm. since 1934. And that was our entire business. You know, we're going to connect you with you and how can you guys help each other out? I'm a marketer and I'm, I'm going to make a podcast about ho home ownership. How can we put this together? Right. How can we, you know, well, how about we try this on social media and how about we try this with some SEO and how about we, you know, and mm -hmm. just to make those connections and, you know, your, your network is your net worth. Okay. You know, as far as just yeah. the more people, you yeah. know, and be like, Oh, like conveniently you knew Ryan who could come out and check out your sub pump, you know? Right. It's like, if you didn't know anybody, it's like, Oh, who do I go to? Who do I talk to? Who can I trust to come out to do this? When you belong to a chamber and you've talked to these people at our morning, you know, morning mingle breakfasts or the after hours, fun after five networking events, you're like, you know what? I talked to somebody last week that was doing this. Maybe I'll give them a call, you know? And it just it automatically makes that rapport and that friendship that you wouldn't have otherwise. And it just helps everyone. Okay. Yeah. There's a big difference between you know, like looking up a business on Facebook and actually having had a previous face-to-face -face conversation with somebody that you can, that like when you know that when you call that that's who I'm looking for, that's who I've, right. that's who I've already talked to. Right. Um, and that's just, that's just a different, I mean, like, and, and I think, I think that's becoming more and more odd for mm -hmm. people. To yeah. have those kinds of interactions. Absolutely. The face-to-face -face conversation that we have with people, sometimes an email is great and sometimes you shoot somebody a text and that's perfect, you know, and, and that's sufficient. But that kind of handwritten note, mm -hmm. that face-to-face -face conversation is really something that I really feel like there's going to be a sea change to come back to that, you know, because I think that what we're missing nowadays is that really human connection and that being in marketing, being the director of marketing for the chamber, like that's what we were kind of missing in our marketing, having that human connection, like real faces of people yeah. that are members of the chamber and it's worked for their business. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it comes down to a lot, uh, a lot in my mind to trust. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it, I, I don't even necessarily trust all of the reviews that are online. Right. In fact, there's a reason now on Amazon you have uh, beside the reviews you had verified purchase right or you know or or someone was paid right. to to leave this mm -hmm. review right. right they were given a free product and then told in order to keep your free product you've got to go leave us a review mm -hmm. well that's you know that that doesn't work for me honestly yeah. I'd, I'd, i like the people that buy it because for other reasons and so uh, you know, you know, one of the things that's really nice about that face to face is, is I don't just have to go off of a Google review yep. or I don't have to go off of somebody else's advice. I'm talking directly to you. I see your eyes. I, I, I hear your voice. Right. And, you know, maybe we grab lunch together at some point and all of a sudden you talk about rapport, mm -hmm. that rapport changes my ability to want to change to work with you um and, and i think that again it, it builds everything up differently than than just this online presence that 
it, it's good. It's just not always sufficient. Right. I mean, a lot of people that get on Yelp or Google uh, Google reviews and that type of stuff have a mission. Like, they're pissed. Yeah. They had a bad experience, and they want to make sure that business owner feels it. Yeah. And that's going to be a lot. I mean, just being in marketing kind of as long as I have been, like, you have to answer those people, and you have to be diplomatic, and you have to, you know, register. Like, okay, is that an issue that we can work on within our business? You know, if it is a, the temperature of the food or whatever it is. Um but it's a stranger still that, I mean, that word of mouth is really coming back in vogue and the chamber is such a great, cool place to start that. Yeah. Well, it seems like you guys are facilitating a lot of other conversations. I mean, I, I think I saw recently you guys had like a community development kind of a talk with, I think there was like five or six guys up on the stage talking about like some, uh, some communities that are being built, mm-hmm. um, different things like that. <clears throat> Yeah, we actually have a series called The Pulse, which is kind of a play on words as far as keeping the heartbeat of our constituency. Um, we're doing a state of the city, a state of the state, a state of the county, a state of the nation, all sorts of different things every other month or so. So the last one that we did was the state of the city. And we did have a couple of different congressmen, um, I mean, councilmen and that type of stuff come up um, as far as the uh, CEO or president. I can't remember her t- full title of the Conroe Economic Development. Economic Development Council, mm-hmm. um, Danielle Shiner, she came up and talked about some stuff um, and just where Conroe is growing. It's really going and growing. I mean, it's really pretty incredible to be the fastest growing city in America per capita. I mean, that's amazing. And we're just breaking records right and left. And it's really cool to see the education coming here, the jobs coming here, the people coming here. And, you know, our people that are representing us, whether it's citywide or nationwide, are really, you know, trying to keep that infrastructure growing, you know, at an exponential rate as well. Yeah. So we aren't stuck in traffic as much and we aren't, you know, everything is kind of growing at the same rate or at least trying to keep it close. Um, and that's a big part of what the chamber does as far as either educating the constituency or the community in, it, at large about these type of events and construction and all that type of stuff. Sure. Or us going going even to Austin or wherever to, or in Washington, DC, we went last year um, to talk to our representatives to say, this is what's happening. Like mm. this, we're the fastest growing city in America. Like what, what money is are coming here? What jobs are coming here? What industry, what, what's coming here to facilitate this type of growth. Yeah. And you know, it's cool to kind of have a hand in that. Absolutely. I imagine that's kind of, you know, it's, exciting while i mean for you guys it could even be like a little overwhelming with like as much that's coming in and happening you've kind of got to you know address your strategies and look at the way that you know what kind of education you guys are providing for these businesses absolutely i mean obviously it's taken a real turn over the last several years you know decade or so about how marketing is done i mm-hmm. mean specifically in my kind of silo of the business you know i mean as far as how digital marketing has happened with seo and sem and social media and all these different platforms that have come out it's like, wow, we have so many options now. We have so many impressions that are just kind of like flying out of, you know, yeah. if it's a podcast, if it's Facebook, if it's Twitter, if it's Instagram, if it's digital marketing in, it, on a website, if it's, you know, all sorts of different stuff. And, and to, so to educate people that maybe have been in business and are just an amazing plumber or amazing whatever, at whatever they do, mm-hmm. they might've been in the plumbing business for 40 years, but have no clue how to start a Facebook page. Right. You know, so having that that education available for free or really low cost for anybody in the community to come and try it out is, is cool and humbling and exciting to be a part of. Yeah. So, so one of the things that, that I just heard you say that, that is really interesting to me, I mean, that we're, we're the homeowner show, right? And mm-hmm. so we're going to try to continue to bring it back a little bit to homeowners. Mm-hmm. But for example, one, one of the things that a homeowner might be able to do is, let's say they have a plumber over mm-hmm. and they they say, hey, I'd like to, uh, you know, say something about you on, on Facebook or, or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and maybe they say, well, we don't we don't have a Facebook page. Right. It would be really great for them to say, well, are you are you a member of the chamber? Mm-hmm. And if they say yes or no, it doesn't really matter what their answer is. Mm-hmm. Maybe a homeowner could even say. They can help I, you make one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the chamber the chamber is available to help you make that and mm-hmm. it might really build your business. And and the reason that a homeowner might want to do that is because the more businesses are are doing well, the the better your home value is going to be whenever people want to move into that area. Your your home 
uh, the value of your home and the land that it sits on is going to go up. We've seen it just happen exponentially, and you guys can absolutely vouch for this as being homeowners. I mean, the the how much, and you guys just got your property taxes. I'm still yep. renting, but you guys just got your property taxes stuff, you know, yep. the other day. Yep. And I mean, you're seeing that it's going up. Oh, it did go up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to keep going up. Yeah. My I mean, land value jumped up like 20 or 30 grand. Right. Yeah. Right. And I've been seeing that a lot in April sound. Like a lot yeah. of people have been saying that, but I mean, just one particular place and it's on a lake and it's nice and that type of stuff. And, but people, I mean, it's prime real estate, Yep. you know? And um, yeah, I mean, it's absolutely, it, it's people helping people going back to what we talked about before, you know, if you are a homeowner and somebody comes like, Oh, have you, you know, have you joined the chamber? It's really is inexpensive for mm-hmm. even, even a small business or a sole proprietorship to join the chamber for the, the year. Um, if you really use those benefits as, as far as the continuing education, the networking stuff, all that good thing. Like, I mean, then, I mean, it, it, it can boost your business, boost more people coming here. You can hire people and, and it just keeps growing for everyone. If we all just kind of reach out and help each other, then everyone is helped. Yeah. yeah. So do y'all, do y'all work with city management as well? I heard you talk about traffic earlier. And when you hit tra- you said traffic, that's a buzzword for yeah. me, <laughs> uh, for a lot of people that live in, <laughs> right. in any metropolitan area, right? right. Um, Which is weird to refer to Conroe as a metropolitan area. I know. <laughs> I know. We, we, are, we are literally, you know, 35 to 40 miles away from Houston and we're still right. a... Uh, we're going to be our own DMA at a certain point. Okay. Like yeah. we're going to be, they're looking to, like the, we're looking to be the size of Austin probably within the next... 20 so years my goodness that's yeah. crazy to think about and but you you said things like traffic so um are are you working also with city management uh, you know the pulse here they're they're trying to get their the heartbeat so to speak on, right. on businesses and the way things are happening and the rate of speed and those sorts of things um to with city management to kind of say hey we need certain roads to do these certain things so that you can get to my business better, so that you right. can get out of my business better, so that the flow of traffic is a little <laughs> bit healthier. Absolutely. Yeah. Each, um, every chamber, to kind of to take it macro again, um, every chamber ha- ha- talks, if you're part of the city management or not, um, we are not a part, we're a separate franchise. Um entirely you know not a part of the city of conroe which has its pros and cons for sure um but we talk to the city administrators the city legislators all that type of stuff as far as like you know we're we're seeing this type of stuff our people are coming to us and saying that this traffic is this way a b and c and we advocate for them as best as we can Um, one of our ex-officios on our board is paul vergadamo who is the city administrator for the city of conroe and we have a lot of different people that come to our board meetings that represent the city in different ways and um that they hear they hear from the 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 horse's mouth like how stuff is going where it's going how you know all that stuff and um you know, he gets educated once a month, at least, if not through the city council meetings that we make a point to be at and that type of thing, um, you know, just as representatives of, of local business. Mm. So we definitely get the word to the right people, you know, if they make the right decisions with that information, not up to us, but it's sure. our job to definitely advocate for work, for the people that we can. Okay. Where we can. Cool. Yeah. And, and you guys actually have some, some ways that you guys are actually reaching out to the community. I mean, you, you guys have the radio show, you guys have a podcast, you guys, a lot of things that you guys are doing to, to do some community outreach. I mean, what, what are, I mean, like, t- tell us, tell us about some of those. We have a radio show on Lone Star Community Radio, which is 104.5 and 106.1 FM, um, right out of downtown Conroe with Dick Schistler. He's awesome and very helpful and a member of yeah. the chamber. Um, he's a lot of fun and helps us a lot um, with our our chamber chat radio show, which is the first Tuesday of every month. So make sure you're listening to that at 11 a.m. here locally. Um, or you can listen to it at IRLoneStar.com um, because they have all sorts of, you know, if you're from here and you're listening to this, but you're somewhere else, you can listen to it. Or if you want to hear how local radio is supposed to be done, then you can listen to yeah. You can listen to Dick. Um, and we also do a podcast called The Shrimp Tank, which is originally out of Kennesaw State University in Atlanta. It's all about entrepreneurship and business tips and having business owners, small business owners and large business owners actually um, come in and talk to us about their history, about how they started, their ups and downs, their successes, their obstacles, and how to run a business from scratch. Yeah, um, It's been really, really fun. And it's been, there's a cool 
like benefit for members of ours to be able to come in and talk about like, I've been doing this, you know, financial planning business for 30 years and this is how I started, you know, or like I was throwing out the Conroe Courier little newspaper when I was 12 years old and that was the first real job I had. And I realized I wanted to work for myself. (laughs) What I mean, whatever it is, it's just, it's, it's so cool to hear people's stories and, and to be able to share them and give people the encouragement, um, to start their own business, especially here in our area. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a good show. I, I actually found out about it because my friend Melanie was on there hmm. uh, talking right. about her business, um, and she's you know she's obviously transitioned into some other stuff recently. But right. um, just a really cool show. I mean, just to kind of get into like how you, it's a good way to get to know people that have started businesses in your community. Right. And and like you know, again, it's it's not exactly face to face, but like it's it's just a way to get to know these guys. Absolutely. And we talked about trust and that, and that's what it's all about. And if you are a homeowner and you want to, you know, we've talked to people like from Mr. Reuter and we've talked to people, you know, all the East co air conditioning and heating mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We've talked to these people. Make that a note of that, Kevin, we need to have an air conditioning. Yeah, well, I was thinking about that just the yeah. other day. <laughs> Call Clyde Terranian at East co air conditioning and heating. He is the man and he is so sweet and so earnest and has been running the business since 1983. Okay. There you go. Yeah. He's from Give Troy, Michigan. And he came on down and was sick of the snow. And, but there's things you learn about. You're like, oh man, now if I'm going to, <laughs> you know, if I need my air done, I'm calling Clyde cause he's yeah. a man, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's something to listen to if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner or a manager in general, but it's also, so you can kind of learn things, you know, as a business owner, but even as a homeowner, I mean, you can, you can listen to those type of things. And, and, uh, we've talked to a lot of people that have started these considered like blue collar businesses, but have turned something into, you know, turned it into really a career and a lifestyle where they're providing livelihoods for so many people in our community. And it's really cool. So then once you hear their story, like, Oh, my wife passed away and it really changed how I started managing and stuff. You're like, Oh wow, dude. Like, I'm calling Mr. Reuter now because <laughs> Roger Gertz is the man, yeah. you know? And if, you know, if you need your plumbing done down from Woodlands all the way up to Willis, they'll do it for you, you know? And, um, but yeah, we, we try and provide different benefits that are unusual and cool and fun and innovative for, um, for people because like, like we've talked about the landscape, if it's Conroe, if it's beyond here, if it's the world, the landscape has changed so much. Mm. So we really try and reflect that and be innovative. Yeah. Well, and with you being handling kind of the marketing side of things, I mean, you might have like some, some good ideas, some good tips for people to find business in the new virtual world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, what, what, what are, what are some of the, the ways that you've found to find the best businesses right. online? Um, well, I know most chambers, if not all provide a member directory. So if you want to, it's not necessarily an endorsement right. because they paid dues, but, um, if there are large issues and like moral issues and that type of stuff, then we have to think about whether or not they're going to be a member of our, of our, um, of our chamber. I like so, people that kick other people out. Right. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't be a part of any club that would have me as a member anyway. So, um, right. But I mean, that's one place to kind of start, start with your local chamber right. or your local better business bureau. I mean, cause those things are going to be, um, highly regulated mm-hmm. and, and looked into, and it's going to be, um, you know, an easy place to start. Like you can always find the phone number too. you know, if it's Houston, if it's Conroe, if it's Texas, if it's whatever, wherever you are, um, the, you know, your local chamber or your better business bureau are great places to start. Like you go to Yelp or Google reviews, you may not get the most honest, you know, real answers. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's a good, I mean, and the thing is the people at the chamber are going to have these, this type of rapport with the members. So if you call me and ask me, I need a plumber, then I'm going to suggest that you go to Roger Gertz of Mr. Reuter uh-huh. because I, know him and I I see him three times a month, you know, because he's, he's really involved in that type of stuff. And all of a sudden you build up trust with this person, right? Exactly. Circling back to what we were talking about earlier is the more you're around people, you learn their heart, you understand who they are. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, the bottom line is whenever you've got that type of relationship with people, they're going to treat you differently too. So it, it, I I think the relationship side of this thing is really important. Mm -hmm. It's so important being a homeowner that you, when you do invite someone into your home, because we all have kids and stuff like that. When you invite someone into your home to do a small project or a large, like kind of drawn out project, you have to have some sort of level of trust with that person. Mm -hmm. You can't just get anybody off the street and hope they're going to fix your toilet right or whatever it is. So you have, I mean, to build that type of rapport and trust and that type of stuff, a chamber is a great way to do that. Better business bureau is a great way to do that. Um, 
I mean, word of mouth, like I said, is just coming so much more in vogue. So it's a great place to start. Um, face- it's a high value commodity for sure. Right. Cause it's so rare. I yeah. mean, it's, it's a priceless thing that you, you have to really work to get and don't have to work very hard to lose. And, um, it's just a really important thing. And I think that the chamber is a big, um, is a big seller of that ideal, you know, yeah. it's a core value of ours to work with integrity and work with, for the best of the community. So, and I would imagine one of the, one of the easier ways that like just a local homeowner or in any community that has a chamber wants to get to know the local business people better would be to go and volunteer at the chamber. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're going to, yeah. you're going to meet those people. Right. If you come to any of our, like any of our events, any of our volunteering opportunities, any of our networking events, mm-hmm. anything like that. I mean, you'll see how we work. We, you'll see our, our values in action, you know, in like, we are the hands and feet of the community. And I always talk about that in church, like, oh, you're going to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We're like the hands and feet of the community. Yeah. You know, we're, we're in an elevated spot where we are a little bit more visible and can, and maybe hopefully get things done quicker for people in the community. And, you know, if you like and want to be a part of that, then it's a great place to start. And then you get to know everybody and get to know, like, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's it's a beautiful thing. Like Conroe is such a, it's such an unusual place that can be so big with about 82,000 people right now within the Conroe city limits, not including the whole, you know, area of thing like out here. I don't believe is within Conroe city limits. Yeah. You drove like it's right. You drove a hundred yards down the road from here. (laughs) Exactly. But you're technically in Conroe. Yeah. And, um, there's 82,000 people within the city limits, but to still have such a small town feel is beautiful. It's like, it's such a rarity. And just, it's, if you'd like and want to be a part of that, a homeowner, a business owner, whatever it is, whatever your aspirations are to come out and just see what we're doing because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know. So yeah. what kind of uh, volunteer opportunities do you have? Well, we have a lot of different co- um, committees. Like I was talking about, it's, it's, um, we only have six employees. So, and each of us has our own little like area. So I do the marketing. We have a special events person. We have a finance person. We have a membership person, a president, and then a person at our front desk. So, um, to answer calls that, you know, we are the, the old school Google people call and ask for like, well, there used to be this tire shop and it was down, it was maybe like three or four blocks from you guys. And we're like, we're all looking at each other like, I don't know, man. Like, mm, that's, you know, so we're trying to look and we're right. Googling stuff for people on the phone. Like, yeah. it's, that's it's pretty funny. funny. That's funny. But we were, I mean, we were, we were, the Chamber of Commerce was a, a place where a lot of people came just for general information about, okay. you know, can you get a phone number? Like, if you didn't have a phone book or a map or something like that, then you would come to the Chamber. So now we are the Google of, of, of the older generation, the greatest generation <laughs> we keep telling ourselves. <laughs> um, but yeah, when we get 85 year olds being like, do you know the tire shop? It used to be, um, dude, like when was it maybe 60 years ago? I don't know, man. I don't know. But, um, but as far as volunteer opportunities, you can come and be a part of any one of our committees because okay. each of our different events and each of our different like governmental affairs and stuff like that all have separate committees. Hmm. So, and they are absolutely 100% or 95% volunteer driven. So the trips that we take, the advocacy that we do, the events that we put on are a lot because, you know, like say for Taste Fest in June, we have a big like taste the town type of thing. And we have, you know, 2,000, 3,000 people come through the doors and we have to have that many vendors. We have one person that does special events. So we need people to go out to these restaurants and be like, you would like to be a part of this. 3,000 people are going to walk by your your food. Do you want to, okay, sign up. It's 150 bucks. Let's do this, you know? So we have to have volunteers for that. But each of our events, each of our kind of advocacy areas have different um, opportunities for volunteers. And if if you don't know if you want to join but you want to maybe be a part of it and you don't know if you really want to be on that committee or not, just come to one. You don't have to come back. You yeah. don't, like just check it out because if you see what we're doing and how we're doing it and with the passion and determination and, you know, commitment that we're doing it and we've been doing it for 85 years now, then you're going to want to be a part of it. Are there, is there an age limit to be able to volunteer? Like, yeah. like do you have to be a certain age in order to volunteer? I mean, we don't have volunteering in the way that something like a soup kitchen or something would have volunteering. Um, so if there's 
something like that or like of like community service type of volunteering. No. Um, but as far as being a part of a committee or, you know, working lobster fest or something like that, where we do need, you know, 60, 70 people to be able to help us get all the silent auction stuff done and Mm -hmm. all that type of stuff, then no. Okay. So a teenager. So for example, if a family wants to bring, you know, mom and her teenage, you know, daughter, that would be an option. Yeah, okay. for sure. If they want to see the process and they want to, you know, I mean, yeah. we've, uh, for um, Lobster Fest, we had a lot of big tables and a lot of uh, like auction items and that type of stuff. We had um, a group of teenage boys from one of our regular volunteers. She's like, my son and his friends want to come and just like help us break down tonight. Perfect. Just, you know, just find somebody <laughs> and we, we need, we need 15 strong 17 year olds. Let's do this, yeah. you know, and, and we'll figure out a place okay. for you. <laughs> well, I, and I'll actually speak up for the champ because I, full disclosure, I am a member, but, uh, so one of the morning mingles, I actually took my daughter who's 10, uh, and she, she actually ended up volunteering that morning to help, uh, to give away some of the door prizes there and you th- go. things like that. And she had a blast yeah. I and mean, she's way better at, uh, Networking. Yeah, networking than I am. So she's just friendly. She, she just takes, exactly takes after her mama. <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Right. But it's We're, cool. It's cool for I mean, we talk about our next generation leadership program that we have, like this, you know, rising seniors and stuff that get to be and go try out different jobs sort of like each eat once a month and that type of thing. We have that type of thing that's already in place, but I mean, we do like if they want to come to something like after hours ones, like the fun after fives tend to have adult beverages. So we don't really encourage kids to come. But if the person that's hosting it, like we had one at Berry Hill Mexican restaurant and everyone was having some adult beverages, enjoying themselves and that type of stuff with the person that wanted to put it on. He's a platinum member of the chamber. Mm-hmm. He, he invited his kids along and they were fu- they were super fun and helped us with our raffle and everything <laughs> like that. And it was great. Um, so it's not necessarily like a volunteer opportunity, but yeah. I mean, we also did um, a whole event at the fair we do a lot of different stuff with the county fair and i mean beyond the scholarships and everything like last night we bought a pig and a broiler at the auction (laughs) and stuff like that (laughs) but i mean people went and brought their kids and the whole nine so i mean it's really a lot of the stuff we do is a family affair okay great well so um you know i don't i don't know exactly what our time limit has has come to at this point but what, one of the questions that i want to ask you specifically is you know we, we've hit on a few things related to homeowners mm-hmm. is there anything else that we haven't asked or or anything that that is maybe home related homeowner related uh regarding the chamber that you would be interested mm-hmm. in talking to us about I mean, I think using our our member directory is a great resource. It's yeah. at, like ours is at conroe.org. Um, it has a whole full list of everybody that is a member. Um, so if you are looking for something specific, people aren't getting the yellow pages anymore. And mm-hmm. people, if you don't want to just Google stuff or like read all those Yelp reviews like we were talking about, it's one place that's kind of objective and has a whole list of, you know, everybody that has committed to being a member. Um, so that's, that's one way that we can really be a resource for people. Um, a lot of, but you know, a lot of people might work from home and that type of thing. And we, um, we, you can be a member as a okay. person that works from home or a nonprofit or HEB or Kroger or whoever you are. Um, I was going to say, I mean, like, I don't think a lot of people know that as a nonprofit, you can be a member of the chamber as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, we have reduced rates, um, because we recognize we're nonprofit, you know, eye for an eye, we get it. Um, so, but yeah, if you're starting off something new or, a nonprofit, like I said, like from nonprofits to sole proprietorships, all the way up to Walgreens are members. So, um, yeah, and home-based businesses are just booming right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're thinking over the next c- couple to several years, it's going to be about fifty percent of people are going to be like freelance home-based people. Yeah. So it's it's um you know it's it's a another great resource. You know, um, as far as home ownership, I'm trying to think of anything else that might be a good, um. Well, a lot of people are even doing, um, you know, little side hustles, right? right. That that are businesses that they've got a, you know, LLC or whatever it is that they've got um, that are working out of their home. They're doing it just in the evenings or, you know, on their days off or whatever. Weekends and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those people can can be part, right? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, the t- if you are working from home and you just don't, you can't get out enough, like you can't just see enough people face to face. Our thing, our networking events are huge because you can come in and see 50, 60, 80 people at once for a couple hours, network a little bit and go home and be like, oh, wow. Like I've, you know, I found some new people so yeah. that I can do business with. Absolutely. 
Okay. So. Great. All right. Craig, you got any other questions? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm good. Right. I'm I know good. it's kind of a lot of chamber related stuff. But. No, no, that's it's uh. it's awesome. I mean, like like I said, I I'm there's a lot of this that I I was just unaware of, and so I think you've given a lot of clarity to uh, to what the chamber is and why it's beneficial to the the community that we live in. And, you know, when you're talking about the directory. One of the things that came to my mind is if you just go on Google, for example, you're sitting at your home and, and you need a plumber, you really you, you may Google, you know, plumbers near me mm-hmm. and, and you may get people in four or five different cities. If you live right. in a if you live in a community like we do, uh, where we're in a suburb, I mean, there's there's lots of little communities right around us. And so if you really want to pour into a certain community, you want to you want to pour money back into mm-hmm. Conroe, for example, you you really do need to look for businesses that are in Conroe. Right. And you need to understand that a plumber near you may not be the best option because a plumber on the other side of Conroe may be more than willing to drive to your house. Right. You know, so um, the the chamber might be a really good resource for people that are in the community. And on some level, they are making an effort to be part Mm -hmm. of that community because they're members of the the chamber. That's a huge um, and great point as far as the money you make. Say you work here in Conroe and you want to keep the money in Conroe, keep it going to Conroe ISD, keep it going to the roads here, keep it going to the infrastructure here. If you want to find somebody that definitely does business and is in Conroe or the Lake Conroe area, because a lot of it is Conroe and a little bit into Montgomery, a little bit of Willis, um, just because it's around Lake Conroe, um, that's it's a great place to find people that are definitely in the right place and you're going to keep money here and know that, I mean, obviously Walgreens, HEB, all that type of stuff are going to be national or, you know, close to national or regional companies. Right. But you can find these mom and pops that are like, oh, I didn't realize that they had a little shop that I, I want to get a candle for my mom for Mother's Day or whatever. And you can find this little shop that's a part of the chamber yeah. and you know that your money can stay right here in Conroe. And um, that's a, I mean, it's a great point for sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I, I one of the things I really appreciate about the chamber is that you guys are helping them get themselves out there because I, I love buying local, but I find it more and more difficult to find them. Right. Um, and inconvenient sometimes like, when, when you're trying, like if, if I can get on amazon.com and get something here in two days, yes. you know, that is, there's a certain level of convenience, but if shopping local and keeping money here local in Conroe or in whatever area you're listening from, um, is important to you with those smaller things, you know, you might have your Amazon prime for your big fruit, all your toilet paper every month or whatever it is. But, sure. um, if you want to get that, you know, unique little cool gift or whatever it is, and you want to stay local in Conroe, and Ch- Chamber's a great place to find those type of people. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Y'all have any other big events or uh, anything coming up? We do. Um, as far as our um, Taste Fest, that's the biggest thing that's coming up this summer. It's a big, like, taste the town type of thing. We have a whole bunch of different vendors, um, a local and small business and national uh, brands. Um, we'll all be there, and the tickets are 20 bucks. Um, at the door, 30 bucks. It's on June 6th, the Lone Star Convention Center. And uh, like I said, like we had over 2000 people last year. So we're really anticipating with kind of this upped marketing and stuff like that. that we're really hoping for 2,500, 3000 people. So oh, wow. if you are a business owner and want to be a vendor, then you can be, if you are a business owner, but you don't sell food, you can be a sponsor. And if you just want to show up and eat a whole bunch of food and drink a whole bunch of wine, then we can, we can facilitate that as well. Awesome. <laughs> so y'all, y'all don't need like some MCs for that. Do you? I mean, <laughs> You know, <laughs> I'll get y'all a couple tickets if y'all want. There you go. I know, I know somebody. There you go. Now we're talking. But yeah, that should be fun. And then Lobster Fest is our other big, big event, and that's in October. So, okay. So okay. look forward to that lobster and steak and ooh, shenanigans. Really yeah. good, really good stuff. Well, I, I, I'm, awesome. glad, I'm glad we hung on because I did think of something I wanted. I wanted to ask you. Nope. No. <laughs> She's cutting me off. No, what did you have? Just like Lobster Fest last year. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Craig, you cannot come up here anymore. Enough. Uh, you've had too much butter, sir. <laughs> you've had too much clarified butter, oh, sir. <laughs> no more. <laughs> it's, it's never enough with the clarified butter. <laughs> but, you know, I'm thinking about, because we have a lot of listeners like that are not in Conroe, not in Texas right. and different things like that. And, and so, and I... You know, I'm, I may be biased, but I think that our chamber does a really good job. Well, thank well, you. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> um, 
uh, and that's not just because of those tickets. Uh, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> they help. But so if, if I'm in my community and like, say I'm a business owner, say I'm a homeowner, I'm, and I'm, what, what should I be looking for in regards to the chamber in my town to, to recognize whether or not they're doing a good job? Right. Um, I would give them a call, uh, ch- check their website and see what kind of initiatives they have going on. Like mm-hmm. a lot of them are going to have their core values, their main committees and stuff like that that you can get involved in. So a website's a good start. If they have a website. Right. In in theory, <laughs> right. There, I mean, there's going to be some small towns that just aren't going to have them. And you're just going to sure. have to call on the rotary phone and just see if you can maybe get a hold of them. Um I would love to have a rotary phone. Mm-hmm. Can we get one in the studio? Yeah, let's do it. All yeah, right. I mean, I don't see why not. You could probably just find one on the side of the road or something. Yeah. Probably true. In a landfill. Probably true. But um, but yeah, I mean, the, it's always a good place for any business to have a good because you have that twenty four seven. Um, you know, when you, maybe your brick and mortar isn't open, you have that twenty four seven kind of marketplace that you can show yourself off an infinite space on the internet. So if somebody isn't taking advantage of that for a hundred bucks a year with WordPress or whatever that is, um, just to at least have that basic information, how Mm -hmm. to contact, um, your kind of core values, what you're working towards the committees you have, that type of stuff. It's a great place to kind of check it out. And I mean, a big part of it is the advocacy of small business around town. So us having our member directory and consistently advertising our member our member base and everything on social media and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, that's a nice plus, but it's also something that if they're doing the right things, they should be doing. Um, we, well, we do a member of the month. It's not really picked by any sort of certain criteria or anything, but we just want to focus on different industries, different areas. Is there a hat? Yes, there's free hats. No, I mean, is there a hat that you're, that you're making? I want to know if there's like a hat that you're picking. Craig, what is it that you really want? You no, want a I hat? Wanna, I'll give you a hat. No, because do you want like a free, like, no, I'll no, give no, you a hat no, with asking, the tickets in it, dude. No, she's saying how, I know she's, what you mean. how she's picking people. I want to know if there's a hat that they're picking the names out of. People are always coming in and out of our building for meetings and committees and that type of stuff. So when I see somebody that I haven't talked to yet, I'm like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? Like, it'll just be a minute and a half, two minutes. I just uh-huh. want to do a member of the month video. Ah, okay. I'm like, great. So I'm like, hey, can you take this real quick all right cool here's my phone like hey it's ashley allwood i'm with the conroe chamber and the today's month of the you know member of the month is craig williams of excalibur pest control whatever Uh and we talk about it like why did you end up joining the chamber yeah you know why would you suggest other people joining the chamber and you know whatever you want to share about your business you know and um just do a little video like that just once a month and you know because i mean we're in business for business yeah like we want to put the word out and get our businesses, more business and more people here so they can go to these businesses, you know? So, I mean, I think the online presence right now is you're going to see if people are with it and updating it regularly and, um, are available. Yeah. You know, I think something that, that the Conroe chamber does specifically better than a lot of others because we only do have six people, but we, we have, we're available to people, for anything they need, right? You know, if if like we're going to a gala tonight, that's for another for for businesswomen in this area, and we're like, okay, let's get a table together, let's go, let's represent ourselves, you know, just yeah. so people not necessarily know about the chamber, but know what we do as a chamber for the community. Mm. So if you see them out and about, if you see them online, if you you know, they'll they'll make themselves present. And if they don't, then it's like, hmm. But it's a good thing that, I mean, you could be the catalyst that make, that takes a chamber to the next level. Yeah. If it is small and has, like the Montgomery Area Chamber, has one absolutely incredible woman that that runs it, Shannon Reed. And she's the only employee. And she does everything for them. And she's oh, just wow. the boss. She's awesome. But... At the, and then it's only for like the downtown area and stuff like that. Cause she recognizes her limitations. Mm. But if you go and join that chamber, you become a part of it. You come volunteer, you start advocating, you start doing whatever, and you are the change you want to see. Yeah. So from both sides, this is how, you know, if, if a chamber is doing well and you, if you want to be a part of it, but if it's not, why not join it and change it? Mm. Change your community. Because you, if you, if, especially if you'd seen one before, be effective. Right. Yeah. Right. Like be that, be that person, you yeah. know, be that diplomat, that ambassador for your area. If you really feel that strongly about it, go do it. Be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's on a side of a coffee mug. It might as well be in this podcast. Right? That's right. <laughs> That's right. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Well, I think uh, you've given us a lot, a lot of information, and uh, you've even mentioned the website Conroe.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll link that up in the show notes, and yeah. um, anything else that we can link up, we will as well. But I appreciate it. Um, well, cool. Uh, we got just one last thing that we do with all of our guests. Yes. It's called Terrifying. the yeah, the final four. The final four. <laughs> all right. I hope I'm prepared. I hope I'm prepared. I hope you are too. <laughs> These are the hardest questions you'll ask all day. I God, I hope so. I mean, I, I'm asking them. They're the hardest <laughs> questions you will answer all day. All right. I hope so. All right. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Four questions. I'm Number ready. one. What's the must-have tool you won't leave your house without? Hmm. So if you're if you're coming over to help Craig with you know random project, you got to grab one tool. What do you what do you bring in? Right. Well, in Texas, this this time of year, it's generally Kleenex, even though I forgot them at home today. Mm-hmm. Kleenex would probably be number one. Yeah. But number two, mm-hmm. given our conversation at the very beginning, yeah. my phone. Yeah. I'm not that handy of a person. And I like I am kind of more electronically and stuff because I do a lot of stuff on the computer for my job. Yeah. Okay. But as far as fixing anything around the house, forget it. So I would have my handy phone, be able to look up. If it's on Conroe.org or if I am calling whoever um, to find a plumber, to find a carpenter, whatever we needed. If we had just, you know, you know, crap and everything flowing through the yard and I would just call somebody and help them. I would would love to know. uh, We we need to go back and kind of listen. How many people would say the number one tool they would take with them is their phone? So far, it is it is the number one thing that people yeah. would uh, grab. So yeah, it, it is definitely been the number one. I also just learned that this it means crap. Right. It's a universal this, sign language. This is Everywhere. crap. <laughs> I just picture it coming out of like the septic system, like a geyser. Uh, oh, is it? Was if it you're the other way around, if you're one? listening to this, <laughs> I can only imagine what you're thinking that we're the hand gestures we're making right it's now. It's not Kevin's big purple finger again that's no no no, it's like old faithful the guys are hands there you go like doing it like yeah Yeah, like a fountain like out of a blowhole of a whale sort of (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm kind of imagining it's a really good visual (laughs) right he was angry that you know what it could have been a lot worse i could have used a lot weirder language (laughs) or something so that's true just be happy guys number two (laughs) speaking of (laughs) speaking of crap (laughs) what's a job you walked away from Just recently, we still rent, my husband and I, and um, we thankfully have a landlord that's pretty receptive, and if we call, then they they send somebody out. But we're really, really trying, because our um, garbage disposal didn't work for a while. I had, had... you know, I'm really sorry, Cal, if you're listening to this, but I put some <laughs> celery, like some celery stringiness in the, the garbage disposal. And I didn't really think about it really screwing anything up too bad, but it did. Did he not know about that until now? Yeah, no. I mean, I've never had one like that was so wussy, I guess. I don't know. I've always put most anything down in there and it's been fine. That's but, where I would put celery right, right down the garbage disposal. Right. Well, it was just like a little bit, like not whole, not like a whole oh, okay. thing of it. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm trying why, to get rid of it. Why did somebody buy this? <laughs> right. This tastes disgusting. Yes. Why don't I just shove this whole entire head of I celery? Saw, I scooped the peanut butter out first and then I ate <laughs> right. that. And the and raisins. Then I, and then the celery went right down the garbage disposal. Right. right. Get it out of here. That nasty stringy garbage. That doesn't even have any caloric value. Uh, but at any rate, there, it was like some leftover. Like I made some soup or whatever, and there was like a little bit leftover. I put the raw celery down in there, and the stringy bits got it all messed up. So they sent somebody out and fixed it, we thought. Mm-hmm. So sometime down the road, maybe a week or two down the road, it started not working again. So um, my husband went being handy and really wanting to do it and not having to call the landlord again and just be those people. He want, he went and got like a snake and stuff and was trying to do it. And I was trying to help with a flashlight and the whole nine. And there was just no helping it. it yeah. We got like a 25 foot snake. I don't or something like that. And supposedly when they sent the plumber back out, we went DIY to call on somebody. Um, it was like 27 feet, like whatever the blockage was. It was oh, like right away. Right. It was like right beyond like how far the snake could go. So yeah, we, we left that project to the professionals and I'm glad that we did because now our, yeah. our garbage disposal has been working fine. It's celery yeah. free. Cel- celery free. <laughs> Here's a pro tip that you maybe didn't know. You're Don't buy celery. <laughs> Never eat celery. It's disgusting. No. Put it in the trash though. Right. Or cook it until it's really squishy and then you well, can put it down. And, and, and I will tell you that, that most plumbers will say that the bane of their existence are garbage disposals. Garbage disposals. Oh, yeah. They're saying you're never supposed to put 
you know, stuff like that. Garbage down, to yeah, dispose of. Down like, your drains. It's not what they were meant for. That's my issue is that if I have one, put, by the way. <laughs> right. Like if you're going to put a huge motor and machine in there that's supposed to grind up all my food, what food can I put in there and what I can't I? Because right. that's some garbage. Like I'm going to put other stuff down there. I'm yeah. not going to shove like tons of like, you know, carb mufflers and stuff in there. <laughs> I just... Can I put stuff that I didn't eat, which was 99% of my food. I'm going to put 1% of my food down there, but it breaks it. No. Yeah. No. Trash. Put it in the trash. Right. All right. We Number have th- since then, and we've been we've been happily, you know, badness free. Shows. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. Your <laughs> landlord thanks you. Yeah. All right. Number three. How do you wind down at the end of a long day? Well, I like to get home, and I have a daughter that's going to be two on April 11th, so I'm really excited that yeah. like she's talking and stuff like that, but I like to be able to visit with her, have some wine. I won't say how much, but <laughs> have some wine, um, and if it is nice, because we live like very close to the lake and stuff like that, a nice little breeze comes by usually, um, I like to sit on the back porch and just have a glass of wine with my daughter playing, you know, and that type of stuff, and just hang out and catch up on the day with my husband, and uh, just enjoy. Texas weather before it gets too hot. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a coming. Hey, here it comes. Lordy. Here it comes. Don't complain about the cool weather because the, yeah, other, no, the no. other's coming. <laughs> yeah, no, I like, I mean, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. So yeah. if it's 120 every day for the rest of my life, I'll be okay. Yeah, that's true. If it was, 100, if it was negative 120 anymore, I was just going to <laughs> jump off into Lake Erie. <laughs> I swear. Uh, that's funny. All right, last question. You're, you're in the home stretch here. Yes. What is one of the best pieces of, uh, pieces of wisdom or advice that you've ever received? My mom always said, and I've been through some different stuff. I did divorce, a whole bunch of different jobs. I moved from Ohio to Charlotte, North Carolina, to Charleston, South Carolina, and now live here in Houston, Texas. And um, the biggest, best advice that I've ever really gotten from anyone was my mom. And she said, if you don't know what decision to make, don't make one yet. Mm. Because the universe, God, whatever you believe in, the giant spaghetti monster in the sky, whatever, um, will present itself in a way <laughs> that you will have to make a decision and it will be for the best for, for you or your family or whatever it is. You know, it's always, you know, I didn't know if I wanted to leave a marriage. I didn't know if I wanted to leave Charlotte. I didn't know if I should really leave Ohio, you know, but then stuff just, you know, I will look for jobs and just see. You know, I'm just, I wasn't sure. And I found one and it paid twice as much as my job in Ohio. Okay, perfect. Let's move to Charlotte, you know. Mm. And these things have always just kind of presented themselves. And the universe, God, spaghetti monster, Buddha, Vishnu, whoever, has just taken care of each step, you know. And I have a lot of girlfriends who are like, well, I don't know. And like, they, if I should change jobs and I have kids and I don't know what to do, if I should put them in private, if I should put them in public schools, if I should do, you know. And that's... I always tell them that. I'm like, if you don't know which decision to make, just don't make one yet. Yeah, don't put them in school then. Just wait. Right. <laughs> just have them be a feral child just running exactly. in the yard. <laughs> How old is your kid? 12, but I don't know where to put him. Right. He doesn't <laughs> respond to his name. He just goes, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> I could hang with that kid. <laughs> <laughs> that kid sounds like a boss. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. He probably will be a boss someday. Right. My well, boss. Dang. <laughs> At the chamber. That's good advice. Figure, you have to figure uh, out what like that it. means now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's it's all in the intonation. Give me that TPS report. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's there's different tones. Right. Anyway. Right. Well, well, thank you. That that that's uh, that's great advice. And you know, I I feel like um, I I do feel like sometimes we try to make hasty decisions. In fact, it's right. one of, one of the things my wife and I have tried to do is, especially with big decisions, is don't make them, uh, you know, over dinner. Make them right. over uh, at least a night or two of sleep. Yeah. Right. Sleep on it, and yeah. and or if you got to sleep on it for two months or two years, it's better to have made that decision and know that you. If it's like leaving a relationship or if it's putting a huge, you know, addition onto your house or having another child or whatever it is, you know, it's just, you know, no, no one's rushing. Yeah. We're humans rush. The universe, God, spaghetti monster, whatever, doesn't rush. It's mm-hmm. all in time, That's you know, right. and we're rushing a timeline that we're not really privy to and sure. we just need to just keep going. Cool. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's been fun. It's Absolutely. been good, informative. Yes. Um, Hopefully and your listeners got a different little taste instead of just tools and wood and carpentry and stuff today. Yeah. That's more Kevin's department. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish I had more time to do that. Uh, anyway, well, but it's it's been great. Thank you. 
Thanks for having um, me. It's been really a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, very cool. Well, uh, thank you for listening uh, to this episode today. Uh, if if you're uh, looking for us, have friends uh, who are looking for us. Uh, you know, we're we're on Facebook, uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you you can find us always on iTunes, Google Play. Um, actually, Google Podcast is, yeah, is probably they've the changed. Better. Yeah, Google Podcast is the better place for that. Stitcher. Um, Lots of other platforms um, that you can find us on. So if you ever need anything, give us a shout. If you've got a, a question or, or an episode idea, info at homeownershow.com, you can find us there. Or call and, the chamber because we answer every question from the history of man. There you go. <laughs> they are Google. They will Google us for you. They will. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Well, cool. I'll happily Google anything for you guys. <laughs> awesome. Uh, anything else, Craig? Just hit the subscribe button. Yeah, subscribe to us. And uh, leave a review. We're here every Tuesday. So uh, uh, until then, see you next time. See ya.